Hello and welcome to Goodnight Moose, where you can tune in for a light morning start, an afternoon nap, or even a nice cozy in for the night with a bit of story time. I'm so glad you're here. Today we're going to be continuing our chapter book series, The Lost Fairy Tales by Anna James, and today we're going to be reading chapter 19. Let's settle in, breathe deep, and dive into our story. Chapter 19, Some Truth to Every Story Tilly and Oscar tried to stay calm as the shadows swaddled them and the fairy tale lands faded away. There was a pause that seemed to last an eternity, and then, suddenly, the darkness started to ease, like the first rays of a sunrise illuminating a bedroom. They began to make out the outlines of something physical, and became aware of something definitively solid under their feet. Okay, well, we're somewhere, Tilly said, as opposed to nowhere, which is a good start. The light continued to brighten around them, and within seconds they were standing in a real room in between two desks, which were unfortunately both occupied by people staring in surprise at them. A slim, well-dressed man stood up abruptly, knocking over a glass of water in front of him. Qu'est-ce que c'est vous? he shouted. De moi, maintenant. The woman at the other desk was still just staring at them, mouth slightly ajar. Uh, je ne. Uh, je suis anglais, Oscar stammered. You are English, the man said in a heavy French accent, as if that explained several things. Oui, yes, Tilly said, relieved they could at least communicate in the same language. I'm so sorry to, uh, crash into your office like this. Could we just check where we are? You are in La Sous-Bibliothèque de France, the man said, as if that should be obvious. Tilly sagged in relief. They were in an underlibrary and in France. So we're still in Paris, she double-checked. Mais oui, he said. Where else would you be? You two are book wanderers, obviously. That is how you say it in English, yes. But what are you doing just appearing in our office? Are you in danger? The woman spoke for the first time, and Tilly looked at her gratefully. No, thank you, she said. We just... we got stuck in a book. She tried an edited truth to test how it went down. Did you get to hear from England? The woman said, concerned. No, it's not that bad, Oscar explained. We're staying in Paris and got stuck in a book we read here. That is good, the woman said. Better than having traveled to the wrong country. And we are being rude. My name is Colette Zhu, and this is Marcel Petit. The man nodded curtly. I'm Oscar, Oscar said. That's Tilly. We came via the fairy cabinet. Do you know it? It's Gretchen. Gretchen, uh, what was her surname, Tilly? You do not mean Gretchen Stein, Colette said, looking worriedly at Marcel. Yes, her, Oscar said. You know her. Why, yes, Colette said. Everybody here at the library knows of her. Marcel walked out from behind his desk and came toward them. You book wandered from the fairy cabinet, he asked sternly, and all they could do was nod. You must come with me straight away. Stop, Marcel, Colette said. Wait for a moment. We do not know what has happened yet. It is wise to take them upstairs before we have found more information. Marcel paused. What do you mean? How do you know Gretchen, Colette asked, still much friendlier than Marcel. We don't really know her properly at all, Tilly said. We just met her today. 
were staying with Oscar's dad on holiday, and that was just the nearest bookshop, so we went there to book wander. Okay, you see, Marcel Collette said, they are not working with her. She did not ask you to come here, no? No, of course not, Tilly said. We didn't mean to come here at all. We just want to go home. Why would she ask us to come here anyway, Oscar asked. It does not concern you, Marcel said. We do not know who you are or if you are telling us the truth. My name is Matilda Pages, Tilly said. I live in Pages & Co. in London with my grandparents, Archie and Elsie Pages. You are the granddaughter of Archibald Pages, Marcel said, his hand dropping from the doorknob. Yes, Tilly said proudly. And you are a friend of the Pages family, Marcel asked Oscar. Yes, Oscar answered easily. Best friends, actually. You see, we can trust them, Colette said, smiling at them warmly. She stood up and gestured to a small sofa at the back of the room. Do sit down and we can talk, yes? Sure, Tilly said. So do you know my granddad? Oh no, Colette said. But we have heard of him, of course, and how much he loves books and readers. You are very lucky to have him and to live in his bookshop. I know, Tilly said, and she did. I do not think he should have been asked to stop when... Colette paused and cocked her head to one side as she looked at Tilly. You are Archie Page's granddaughter. Tilly nodded, knowing the equation that Colette was trying to do in her head. Your mother is his daughter? That's how it usually works, Oscar said under his breath. My mom is Beatrice, yes, Tilly said. She is okay now? Colette asked tactfully. Yes, Tilly said. Of course, news of her mother trying to change a source edition had spread to other underlibraries. She's okay, but, well, do you know about everything that happened with Enoch Chalk? I am familiar with his name, I think. He works at the underlibrary, no? Marcel said. We have not had news of any problems with him here in Paris. Are there things that have been kept from us? Oh, Tilly said, feeling awkward. I don't want to get anyone in trouble... But he was the reference librarian in London, and it turned out that he was... Well, he's a fictional character. He had escaped from his source book and been living in the real world for years, trying to find a way to make himself real. It was Enoch Chalk who trapped my mom in a book for 12 years to stop her from telling people the truth about him. That is more horrible than I can imagine, Colette said, reaching a hand out and holding Tilly's. She is back home now, though, you say? Yes, Oscar said proudly. We rescued her. Colette smiled warmly at him. And where is this chalk now? Marcel asked. He has been put back in his source book and it has been bound? Well, no, Tilly said. He escaped and then no one knew where he went. And actually, our librarian, Amelia Whisper, lost her job for not telling anyone and trying to fix it all herself. Now the new librarian... Melville Underwood says he knows where Chalk is and is going to bring him back. But he's actually awful and not helpful at all, and he wants to stop children book-wandering. Explaining it all out loud made Tilly realize just what a mess everything had become. It is terrible to hear of what is happening at your underlibrary, Colette said. We have heard some rumors and I do not like the sound of this Underwood man at all. We shall have to tell our librarian and he can speak to him officially. I did not get a good vibe from him, Oscar said vehemently. You have met him, Colette said in surprise. 
Yes, Tilly said. We went to his inking ceremony the other day. Well, it was only the day before yesterday, I suppose. He was very friendly when he did a speech, but then he spoke to us afterward and told us that he wants to stop children book-wandering. And he wants to start binding books, Oscar said. He said people should have just asked permission every time they want to book-wander. It is disgusting, Marcel said. It should not be allowed. What is being done to stop him? Not much, Oscar said. Lots of librarians seem pretty keen on him. There was all this talk of protecting British book-wandering and stuff like that, and everyone was clapping away. It is not how it should be, Colette tutted. It makes me scared of what is to come. Who is your librarian? Tilly asked. Can they do anything? A wonderful man named Jean-Paul, Marcel said. We are very fortunate to have him here. He would never keep information like this from other under-libraries. And you are from a book-wandering family too, Oscar? Colette asked kindly. Yes, Oscar said proudly. I actually am. My grandmother is Clara Rue. Ah, dear Clara, Colette said. I do not know her well, but I have met her. She is a very talented artist, no? We have some source editions of work she has done in our stacks. Cool, Oscar said. Enjoy having his family member be of note for once. But hang on, Tilly said. You like her, but she is friends with Gretchen, and you don't like her, it seems. Why were you so worried when we said we had book-wandered from Gretchen's shop? Because she will not do what she has told, Marcel said. She makes a mockery of the underlibrary. She does not think that we do a useful job here, Colette said more calmly. She does not like the underlibrary has rules. She will not register her name or her bookshop with an underlibrary, and she lets people do as they please in her bookshop and her books. Rumor has it that she has had many love affairs in books, but... She paused and blushed. I should not discuss such things with children. Gretchen believes all the rules will create people like your Underwood man. Maybe she is more right than we think, with what you say about your underlibrary. No, Marcel said firmly. There is not that way or her way only. Gretchen is just as dangerous as Melville Underwood, but in different ways. I do not agree with either of them. There is no place for these extreme points of view. There must be a middle way. But I would not like to have someone like Underwood in charge of us here, Colette said. You would rather have Gretchen Stein, Marcel said. I do not know, Colette shrugged. She loves stories in a way he does not, I believe, and she does not want to be in charge, and I think that is important. It is rare that people who want to be in power are the best people to do it. But what about the people who are even higher up and more important, like the archivists, Tilly said. Do you think we could ask them to come and get rid of Underwood? Colette narrowed her eyes. Perhaps, she said quietly. Of course not, Marcel said loudly. No one has heard from the archivists, not even a tiny whisper, for I think two hundred years. Perhaps they no longer exist, or maybe they never did and are just a myth, a fairy tale. Do you not think past librarians have tried to speak to them when things are difficult? They are just a story to provide hope. So you don't think they're real either, Tilly said sadly? I do wish that they were, Marcel said, a little more gently. But there is no evidence of them, only stories. The legend goes that there is a map that would take you to them, but it is only a myth, an adventure story for baby book wanderers. 
I do not think it would be sensible to put your faith in the archivists at this time. Tilly felt utterly deflated, realizing that some parts of her had believed that someone would swoop in and fix everything that was going wrong, before it got worse. But, Colette said and looked at Marcel, who shook his head abruptly. But what, Oscar pushed. But there is some truth in all stories, Colette said, and our history is not just a foreign country, but a road to where we are today. Now, Marcel said, enough riddles. You two must answer a few more of our questions, and then we will decide whether to take you to our librarian or to deliver you home. Which book were you in? We started in this one, Tilly said, holding out the book gripped in her arms. Fairy tales, Marcel said. Who told you this was a clever idea? Gretchen said we... Of course, I forgot it is Gretchen at the root of the story, he said. Of course she told you it was safe to go here. Imagine sending children into the fairy tale lands on their own. It wasn't so bad, Oscar said, a little defensively. There was some seriously weird stuff, though. Yes, Colette asked. Some of the stories seem to have gotten... Well, lost, I suppose, Tilly said, unsure of how to describe it. There were places that stories or characters were supposed to be, and there was just blank blackness stretching out into infinity. Hang on, look. She turned up the page where the three bear stories was supposed to be and showed them the blank page. You see, there's just a gap. May I? Colette asked, holding a hand out for the book, and Tilly nodded, passing it over. There are many stories missing, she said, flicking through. Where did you visit? Well, we were definitely in Jack and the Beanstalk, Oscar said. But when Colette looked up Jack's story, she frowned before hoarding it out to show them. It was now blank as well. The end. I hope you enjoyed Good Night, Moose, and I can't wait to relax with you again soon. Until then, rest well, have plenty of water, and don't forget to fill your cup of self-care.